Welcome to Motherhood Motivation, brought to you by Supermum Society, that little voice inside your ear full of inspiration, motivation and support on this amazing journey through motherhood. We bring you short podcasts full of powerful game changers to help you enjoy your motherhood and love your life. We know you're busy, so let's get into it. I am increasingly aware of how much my daughter excels when I'm not hovering over her. And I really struggle to at the moment. She's just coming up to two and a half. And I I don't want her to slip. I don't want her to get hurt. I don't want her to lose her confidence. We're fairly newly potty trained. I want to be able to like spot the signs that she might need to go to the bathroom. I don't want other children hitting her because they're at that kind of age where they sort of lash out because they don't really know what those feelings are. Um, and she knows that she doesn't want that toy taken off her or she doesn't want that kid to like poke her in the stomach so I'm I sort of have to like hover at a distance like keep her in eye line but not let her keep me in eye line really and she's she's pretty good like she isn't one of these kids that will once she sees mummy she wants to come to mummy completely she's still she'll she'll be like hi I see you but I'll carry on with my life but I do find myself hiding behind pillars so that she feels that she's got that freedom to test the boundaries and see where they go and things. Whereas if I'm hovering there completely, she might cling to me a little bit more and look to me a little bit more. And it reminded me of when we, in the summer, we went to a festival called Focus, which is a Christian festival. And your tent groups are round. Your church have a, a little marquee and they, they cluster your ch- uh, your tents round that little marquee. And one end of the, little, I say little marquee, army marquee this year was fairly big. Um, but one end had a little kids play area in it, which she loved. Um, and it either had a big door that was open um, all that door was transparent and then the side was transparent as well and our tent was very close by and you could see like literally it was two tents along like 50 yards whatever maximum and, and you could see in and we would sit outside our tent and just watch her be able to be herself there were lots of kids of different ages and unless it was getting like she got hold of some permanent markers at one point and um just all kind of like we'll sit back a little bit like we only took messy play clothes well we didn't take anything we worried about getting damaged or anything clothing wise um and just sort of sat back and let her grow and she comes back from things like that and she's so changed and so sort of more worldly for a two-year-old and and things and more confident in her speaking and communicating with others and it's really beautiful to watch. And it just made me think about this. We we have to create this safe space as much as we can. I mean, we baby-proof, toddler-proof the house and things like that. Um, even as they get older, we're going to... The medicines and the alcohol and things like that, they're going to be out of reach, ideally. Um, we're not going to have, like, exposed wires trailing over the floors. Um, even with teenagers and things, we're going to still try and create a safe space Um, and it's creating a safe space as much as we can and then letting them roam and learn their own experiences and I just see how much she grows and changes when we do that and it's same it's not just a safe space externally it's a safe space internally I'm so proud of how confidently she will go into lots of different groups and baby groups and things like that and 
there was a book, oh, which book was it? I want to say it was in Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, which sounds like a really harsh book, but actually it's all about creating this loving bond with your kid, and it's actually really nice and gentle. Um, but they talked in there about how the the kids screaming at drop-off and things, people make a joke of, oh, it's like, it's nice to be popular, and oh, they're showing that they love you and things, but actually quite often they're showing an insecurity because they're worried you're not coming back, they're worried they're not going to see you for ages and things like that. Um, so I'm very proud of Felicity that she has this safety to to go into the group. Um, I found with her, ideally I put her down before we walk in, particularly with a new group, and let her walk in, not holding my hand. She can hold my hand once she gets in there if she's nervous, but she walks in of her like own accord. And if she's made that choice, she settles so much better. And then if I'm carrying her and I'm clinging on to her, maybe I'm worried a little bit, then she's a bit more free. But it's giving them, yeah, the safe space internally to deal with the scary things they might face. It's physically putting them in a safe space where possible. Uh, we can't pretend them for everything. We can't wrap them in bar- bubble wrap. We've got to give them the skills to achieve life in general. Uh, My partner and I sort of came to the... I feel like agreement. Agreement's the right word. Sorry, I couldn't quite think of the right thing there. (laughs) I came to the agreement at the beginning that we were both raising uh, a future adult who wanted to have this amazing childhood so that she was capable and happy as an adult, and she would be a future adult. I think sometimes we we risk just raising a child. We don't raise someone that's going to eventually be an adult. The end game is that they're an adult. They're a happy, healthy, ideally polite. Those are my three things, happy, healthy, and polite adult. And we forget, we can forget that. We forget that we're not raising a child. They're a child now. We're raising them to be an adult. Um, and I just thought that was quite interesting and something worth discussing, something worth discussing. But yes, so creating this this safe emotional and physical space for them and then letting them roam and grow and make mistakes, make mistakes all the time. Um, in the summer, we went somewhere that had water skiing as part of the sort of package of the hotel and I took the little one on the boat and we watched Daddy doing it. I tried, but I don't think it was for me. Um, just not that I was bad at it or anything I did the bar off the side of the boat and they were like great do you want to go on the rope on the back and I was like no going fast over ocean water is just not something that gets my juices going and uh, but she sat in the boat and daddy's been really good the day before and he wanted to sort of up his game and learn some new skills and stuff so it was going to be some tricky new things to do and I just kept saying to her, look, Daddy's fallen down. Up he gets again. He does it again, does it again. And we talk about that a lot. If I'm trying to do something, oh, Mummy's got it wrong again. Never mind, right? How do I want to do it differently? Up we get, carry on. Uh, if she falls over, I don't... I'm very much watching to see if she's hurt and things. I can see the reaction in her face now as whether it's an actual upset. But I'm looking to see if actually I can say, oh, oh, we tripped over the curb. Okay, are you all right? Yes. And um, up we get, carry on. Up we get, carry on. Um, If it's not anything major or, oh, we're going to have some feelings about this. Did that scare you? Did that shock you sort of thing as well? 
so that she can process the emotions from the experience as well, but not sort of mollycoddling every one of them. And sometimes she, she'll have quite a bump and just get back up again and be like, oh, oh, get back up again. And she'll say it. She'll be like, get back up again. Um, is that trolls? Yeah, it's trolls. Pop you and trolls. Um, anyway, I'm going to leave it there. So like I said, um, a lot in this episode and also there's a lot of heavy rain outside my window. So I hope you didn't get the background noise for that. Uh, it's very early in the morning, so I'm also a little bit croaky. So that's always a good time to record podcasts. But I find first thing in the morning is when my brain is kind of functioning best, which is a bit worrying. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And if you have enjoyed it, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any in the future. Every download really does mean so, so much. So thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. We would really appreciate a quick review because this helps us spread the message and reach more mums looking for a little motivation. For a whole host of free game-changing resources, head over to supermumsociety.com forward slash resources or connect with us on Instagram. Our handle is at supermumsociety. We look forward to connecting with you on this amazing journey through motherhood. And remember that being a super mum is all about being the mum that you want to be.